Welcome back to Elevate with Ellie Styles. Welcome if you are new here. I am so happy that you found your way here. It is never by accident. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you and I'm just so grateful that you are here along this journey with me. We are doing 30 episodes in 30 days. So you can expect from the end of April through the end of May for a new episode every single day. It'll actually be more than 30 because I'm starting a bit early. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to have you guys here every single day. You can look forward to something new. And today we are talking about spiritual rituals. And I am giving you everything that I do on a day-to-day basis. How I connect with spirit, what I do when I'm in a low vibe, all of the things that I do to connect to source energy, to feel my best and to feel most connected, right? Because spirituality is, it's not separate from anything, you know, it becomes a way of being. And I don't look at spirituality as going to church on Sunday in my, in, in the form of expressing spirituality. Like it's not a separate act. It's a way of being, it's a way of feeling, it's a way of thinking And ultimately, what it has taught me is to make all of my choices and all of my decisions from the heart and to think and live from heart space. And I don't mean like (laughs) choosing something when it's only what your heart wants. I mean seeing everything and everyone with love and living from that energy of love. It's such a powerful emotion and a powerful vibration to live in. So making choices from the heart and recognizing that everything is one. You know, there is no separation. We are all interconnected. Everything is interconnected. And by practicing these rituals and getting connected to source energy on a regular basis, you start to live in this harmonious energy with nature And you really live your day and flow. And it's no longer this place of making decisions and actions that come from the ego. It stems from the heart and through funneled intention that you're receiving from source energy. You know, you hear those voices, you tune into your intuition, go here, talk to this person, you know, set this boundary, give this person your energy, put this out into the world. All of those inner voices start to become so clear and loud and you follow that and you let yourself be led instead of you waking up every day and saying, I have to figure this out. You surrender and say, I am guided. I will do what is being called of me and really staying true to that. And so I am about to give you all of my little rituals that I practice on a day-to-day basis. So my very favorite one that helps me feel most connected to source energy is when I sit down and just connect with spirit. I like to look at this like a little therapy session, if you will, and I will find a quiet space when I have alone time, when it is a peaceful time during the day. So usually in the morning, this is like the ideal time to practice this because you're setting yourself up for success for the day. And I'll just sit down, I'll have a journal with me, sometimes I'll grab a couple of crystals as well, and I just close my eyes and ask spirit to come through and to deliver anything that I need to hear. I just make the time and space to get quiet. 
and I surrender my ego's needs and desires, I ask spirit to move through me and ask for that guidance to guide me through the day. Where do you need my energy today? Where does it need to go? And then I also will talk to spirit about anything that's feeling heavy or anything that I need peace delivered upon. (laughs) Like the other day I was feeling a little bit uneasy and I just said, you know, spirit, like relieve me from this, this anxiety, relieve me from this heaviness and just replace it with peace and love and, and relief. And I woke up the next morning feeling so at peace and so empowered and relieved And so really looking at spirit as a relationship that you have with anyone else. And, you know, this reflects so many other expressions of religion. Like, this is a prayer. This is an intention that you sit down and you recognize that there's a higher power and that you don't have to figure it all out by yourself. And I think this is what is so powerful about implementing spirituality into your life is that you know, if you place all of that responsibility on you to find all the answers, to find all the hows, to find all of the steps, that is when you will, you know, run into chaos and disappointment and hardship and challenge. And, you know, we'll always experience challenge in our life. But when we're connected to source energy, we know that we can move through it with ease and grace and love. Through connecting with spirit every day, I feel so much lighter and I feel so supported and excited because I understand that I don't have to sit with this heaviness. I can surrender it and allow myself to be led and I can call in that energy of relief and peace. So I recommend really just taking time to get quiet and starting to build a relationship with spirit. This is one of my favorite rituals. This is how I started and got into spirituality and it's very, very powerful. And, you know, as an intuitive channeler, I do this multiple times during the day because there are always things coming through, whether I'm making time to sit down intentionally or not, I am constantly receiving messages. And so, it's really important for me to sit down and make an intentional time to do this for the sake of getting clear on what I might be sitting with that I need to let go of and also be intentional about making room for what needs to come through and making sure that I'm in a space to receive that. So that is my number one and favorite ritual. So try that out. Let me know how it goes for you. Let me know if you feel connected to it. You know, not every ritual is going to feel good for you. And that's what's so amazing is that you can create rituals that align with you and that you feel really connected with. So keep an open mind of what that looks like. Meditation is key. And, you know, you will hear this multiple times throughout the podcast and um, on all of my episodes and you see it out in the world because it works, because it is so, so powerful. And I just want to diminish any sort of assumptions about meditation where you need to be quiet and you can't let thoughts come through. Like, no, meditation is intended for you to observe what's going through your head. And in those early stages of meditating, there might be a lot of noise. And that's where you can make note of that noise. And make time to sift through that noise and 
teach your brain to quiet. And so, you know, meditation is so far from perfection and that there's the, the goal is never perfection in meditation. It's just to get quiet and make time and make space for you to get clear on what's moving through your head and and really an opportunity for you to rewire and get get connected back to source energy and to love and to peace and that is what I do when I am in a moment of low vibration or if I feel overwhelmed or if I feel upset meditation is what I turn to because I understand that I don't have to go throughout my day carrying that vibration I can sit down, lay down. I I personally love to lay down on my back so that I can fully relax. And I'll have, you know, my hand over my heart, hand over my belly, or maybe both hands on my belly, because we carry a lot in our third and second chakras, which are the energy centers in your abdomen. And so I will sit down, lay down, and I've been loving chakra balancing meditations lately because they all represent different things. And I'll do a separate episode, uh, maybe tomorrow, on on different chakras and, and energy and what it looks like to be blocked in those and unblocked and what they all mean. But essentially, you know, if you're feeling ungrounded, you'd want to do a chakra balancing meditation for your root chakra, which is the color red. It's at the base of your spine. If you're feeling a lack of inner power or confidence, that's when you do a meditation for your solar plexus chakra. If you're feeling a lack in creative and maybe a block in sexual energy, maybe you went through sexual trauma, that is where you'd focus on your sacral chakra. So understanding what you're moving through and what kind of meditation you need is super important, really helpful. I love guided meditations. They keep me present. They keep me focused. And that's just a really amazing time for me to to be supported and to tune in to those reminders that I'm connected to source energy at all times and that I can reframe and completely refresh the moment that I'm in, whether it's overwhelm or disappointment or upset, like I can in that moment change it. I don't want to take away from, you know, the purpose of moving through human emotions that can feel challenging, that are important to feel. You know, you don't just want to completely move past the process of processing because that is also very important but you can support yourself in the process by practicing these rituals another one that i love that goes with meditation is cord cutting cord cutting is super powerful if you want to create boundaries with people in your life or maybe you have an ex that you still feel really connected to and you need to cut the cord you need to cut the energy cord Typically, relationships are one of the biggest blocks that are held in our third and second chakras. And if we had a relationship with someone for a really long time and it was traumatic, you know, we hold that energy in our stomach for a long time if you aren't doing intentional work to cut the cords and to move that energy out. You know, so much gets stored in that area of the body, and this can result in indigestion, in lack of confidence, etc. So, something I love to do is cord cutting, and sometimes it requires a, a few times, you know. Um, but what you'll do is sit down in a meditation, 
and you close your eyes and you envision where that energy is in your body, where you feel that attachment. And typically, again, it's going to be in, in your lower um, abdomen, but this could be maybe in the heart space, maybe in the throat, depending on, you know, what boundaries were crossed, where there was trauma, where there was conflict, and you're going to envision that cord there connected to the other person. And you're, you're going to close your eyes and imagine cutting the, the cord with scissors or a knife, whatever you need to use, envision this, and you're going to say the mantra, Sad Hat Nam. This is a mantra for cord cutting. And you're going to cut the cord and you envision all of the energy coming back to you. Everything that you've given this relationship, you bring it back. And, you know, there could be cord cutting for, you know, larger, more um, profound relationships. But also maybe you have like a toxic relationship in the workplace and you could use it for something like this as well. So there are really no boundaries with cord cutting. If something isn't serving you and you feel this attachment, you feel this like there's someone else's energy in your body or someone's actions made you create a story about yourself and your body, that is when it's an amazing time to do cord cutting. So again, that's a, a visual process. I know that there are so many guided cord cutting ceremonies on YouTube as well that you can use, but actually... um. I genuinely feel the return of energy come to me when I practice these. Like I can feel when I've invested in someone or something, even like I've done cord cutting from past uh, like careers and desires so that I can make more creative space for other areas. And I literally feel the energy flowing, like coming into me like an airplane and returning back to myself. And what I'll notice after these meditations is that I have extra motivation, I have extra energy, I have extra space to give because I've just received back what I what I what I had given out. So um, yeah, sitting down, connecting with spirit, meditation, cord cutting ceremonies. Again, the mantra is Sad Hat Nam. And this was given to me by my dear friend Abby. She is an intuitive success coach she has her business called life force connection you can go to her website she has a ton of helpful information on connecting with your intuition she has a intuition school um, but yeah she she taught me this and it's been really amazing to work with another thing that i do is connect with my crystals they i mentioned this in another episode but essentially crystals have a perfect geometric pattern so they have a stable energy right if everything is energy we are energy, crystals are energy, but crystals have a stability that we don't have. And so they can help us feel really empowered. So if I'm in need of abundant energy, I reach for citrine. If I'm need, if I'm in need of more love, compassion, understanding, I reach for rose quartz, amethyst for protection and connection to the divine, and opalite as well for connecting to the divine. So I carry crystals with me everywhere like they're in my purse they go with me on dates they go with me when I travel they go with me everywhere because I am constantly just harnessing loving energy and protective energy um especially when you start to get deeper into this work you become really sensitive to energy and as an intuitive and psychic I feel so much 
as I move throughout the world. So even if I'm on the street, I'm feeling so much from people that are around me. When I walk into a room, when I walk into a restaurant, when I walk into a bar, it's overwhelm for me energetically. So I envision a protective light around me and I will also carry my crystals to help keep that energy safe. So, okay, sitting down with spirit, meditation, cord cutting, crystals, sage. Okay, so sage is a way to clear energy. I really like to burn sage and I actually had experience with negative entities in my apartment in California. So I was saging all the time. It was wild. It, I had my golden retriever at the time. He's now with my parents, but he didn't die. I always have to put that out there. <laughs> He's with my parents, but um, he would bark every single night at 9 p.m. and 3 a.m. And so I was constantly doing sage rituals to clear the energy in the space. And I could feel it too. I mean, it was clearly a negative entity in my space that was not welcomed so anytime you need to clear the energy even if it's like you're in a low vibe pull out some sage burn it I like to burn it and like put it in a circle around me and just breathe and imagine white light coming over my entire body and just clearing out any energy that I don't need and you can do this too if you're kind of in a rut in the middle of the day or you're stuck or not feeling motivated just a little refresh and restart. So that's another one. Another one of my favorites is taking a bath. I love taking Epsom salt baths and I will envision as I'm soaking into the bathtub that everything that I need is soaking into me and everything that I don't need is coming out of my body. And so when the bathtub actually drains, like when I'm draining the water, I will stay in the tub and envision everything that I don't need exiting my body. Like any energy I don't need, any negative thoughts, anything heavy, I imagine the drain sucking out everything from me. So this is one that I really love. And um, I think the visualization is just a practice that you can apply to everything. And it's, it's really so powerful. And a protective ritual that I do with visualization is envisioning the golden light around me. And I'll imagine the golden light in a sphere around me and golden light coming from my feet, golden light coming from the crown of my head to the sky as a reminder that I'm connected to source energy and that I'm protected. So those are my current rituals that I practice on a day-to-day -day basis. And just a reminder that you know, well, actually a couple of things. One, again, spirituality is a way of being. I see no separation in my life. I don't really put it into a box because it's at the foundation of everything that I do, the relationships that I build, you know, the work that I'm doing, my interactions and how I treat myself and the flow of my day. And so these rituals aren't even separate, you know, they're just a way of being. And I also want to remind you that you don't have to be high vibe all the time, but when you do start to tap into this work, you will notice a very massive shift in the way that you show up in the world. And that's not to say you won't have moments of low vibe, because of course I do. You know, we're human. We're humans in the world. We are not 
of the world. So if you can connect with that statement as well, that, you know, you are an extension of source energy and you are living in this world, but you are not of the world. That's also really key. Um, But yeah, give yourself grace. Like this is not a journey of perfection. You know, it is trial and error. It is moving through each experience and learning from them and growing and if we really hold ourselves to this this idea that we will heal in a linear way and get to this point where everything's good, that's just an illusion. That's just not truth. Even with triggers that you're working through, right? If you're working through old stories, like the idea that it will go away forever, that's a great, we love that idea. But that's also a level of perfectionism. You know, it's okay to have triggers. Those triggers are often there for such a divine purpose. It's a mirror, it's an opportunity. And um, sometimes things just don't feel good and that's okay. So I just want you to take any pressure off of yourself to get to this state of being that reflects some sort of perfectionism because that isn't attainable. But if you can arrive to a state of being where you have full and complete trust in your path, you have full and complete trust that there is a higher power that is working for you, then you will see that everything that comes into your life, that moves out of your life, that you experience, that you lose, that you gain, it is all working for you. And this is just such a beautiful space to enter in because you see that things are working for you again and again and again. So I hope that this was inspiring for you and if any of these rituals sit well with you and you feel like this is something that would align, practice them, let me know how it feels, let me know what you implement. If you come up with any that you really love, share them with me, I would love to hear at Elevate with Ellie Styles on Instagram and if you liked this episode and you feel called, I would so appreciate a review on Apple Podcast. Um, that would be so amazing. Only if you feel called. But have a lovely day. I'm sending you all the love and peace and expansion. Remember that you are connected to source energy at all times. You are so available and open to receive the expansion that you deserve to feel and feel connected to. All of my love and we'll see you tomorrow for a new episode.